The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. G'day, Paul. Hello. I uh, can't really learn to be disadvantaged. So Paul's having phone. technical difficulties. You're kind of cutting in and out, Paul. Yeah, I'm on my crappy cell phone. There's no internet service in my neighborhood, or at least in my house. Ah, well, that that makes sense. So the internet has died where Paul is. Um, we do have some interesting stuff we were going to chat about today. We're talking about uh, one royal insider is how the royal baby, you know, came to be. Uh, that particular joke actually got Tracy Ullman in a whole bunch of trouble. I like Tracy Ullman. I thought that was a funny joke, but nobody seems to be getting with that. We've got a Utah teen who got in trouble for wearing a racist dress to a prom. Uh, we had some people write in about that. She wore a Cheongsan, uh, which and now yeah. I feel terrible. That's a I've, little oversensitive. You think? My dad brought me a Cheongsan. I've worn them out. I've worn them on red carpets. I happen to like them. Now I feel guilty. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm not. And wasn't, wasn't like, isn't like every other character in anime wearing one of those things? They're not all good characters. No. It's it's really, really interesting. Um, we've, ha we've had an interesting week. Dave Chappelle went off because of everyone taking offense at Michelle Wolf's White House correspondence jokes. Mm, I found a little bit of it offensive, but most of it, I didn't, I thought that... I, they, just, uh, I just don't find it funny. It's been funny in the past. She just wasn't funny that night. See, I find the opposite. I've never been a fan of Michelle Wolf's. I don't like her humor. I like I like really dry humor. Uh -huh. um, and she's 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 very much what I would call an American comedian. Um, she she wouldn't play well in Australia. Wouldn't play well in Europe. Wouldn't play well, you know, in England, just because she's not dry enough. So it's not my kind of humor. But I don't think, you know, I, I it's not really a matter of offensive. Isn't that the whole point of the White House Correspondents' Dinner? No, not really. Uh, just the last three hosts have been from The Daily Show. Yeah, they need so to stop getting people from The Daily Show. They seem to kind of be going, you know, I mean, even have somebody who's a semi-conservative up there, you know? You know, I found, do you know who I did find funny was when they had Colbert do it, when they had uh, Colbert mm -hmm. from The Colbert Report do it. And then I, the I like... And for the mm -hmm. record, the best was Al Franken in 94. You can watch oh, that Al Franken was fabulous. He killed in 94. Do you know, uh, and the other one, uh, even Jon Stewart was funny, but the last few years, I didn't find the last few people they've had do it very funny. The last I time the last I funny, really, really funny one was Joel McHale. Yeah, I, I didn't like any, I didn't like any of them. The, 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 the one that I did like, the best White House Correspondents Dinner that I saw was George W. Bush, where he brought up his own George W. Bush impersonator. 
Yeah, yes. And I think I think Obama tried to copy that. But um when when Bush did it it was completely original. It was fucking hysterical. That mm-hmm. was one. Yes, I know. I just got a little ding. So there's there's yeah, one Obama need to charity. Didn't copy that. I think you might be referring to when he had his anger translator. Yes. But when Bush did it, it was better. Bush was Bush's uh, impersonator was absolutely fabulous. One of the best bits was they were talking about he, uh, George W. Bush was standing there with his uh, impersonator saying, you know, I was going through the uh, the Chinese countryside with the Chinese premier. And I looked at him and I said, Mr. Prime, uh, Mr. President, tear down that wall. You should have seen the look on his face. <laughs> it was there was just it was absolutely fabulous. Like that to me was one of the best White House correspondence dinners we've had in years. I also liked the one where Obama made fun of the Bertha thing and um, showed a clip from the Lion King of his birth. But other mm-hmm. than that, I didn't find Obama's very funny. I think Bush, since Al Franken, I think Al Franken was fabulous. Then. George W. had one of the best. So if you guys get a chance, I am going to go tell you this. Go watch the George W. Bush correspondence dinner with his, um, with his, his impersonator. It's one of the best. And that, to me, is the epitome of what it's supposed to be. Like, they're joking I, about, you know, the VP, they're to- the, the um, vice president. They're talking about, you know, he's a good man. He has a good heart that, you know. After the heart surgery, they made jokes about him shooting the only trial trial lawyer in the country that was on George Bush's side. And this was Bush making a lot of these jokes. So yeah, and he that's, even said that that was uh, – uh, uh, apparently the impersonator did pass away about a year or two ago. Oh, sorry and to hear Bush, that. And uh, Bush mentioned that that was the funniest impersonation of him. That was just something that he loved. It, it, it was. He was one of the best impersonators. And I love Will Farrell, but Will Farrell didn't hold a candle to this guy. He was the best impersonator, and he did such a good job working with George Bush at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Anyway, that's what it's supposed to be. So everyone that's been writing in and bitching about it, it's, it's not our fault. <laughs> it's, it's Hollywood hasn't gone crazy there. It's just the, the White House, the, the association chooses the comedians, and I'm not against them choosing people from The Daily Show. Um, but John Oliver's not going to play well here. He's English. Uh, totally different set of humor. I find his, his stand-up hysterical, but most of my friends find it very boring. Um, for the love of God, don't get an Australian because that's just going to go worse. Um, yeah, not, and maybe, not Jim Jeffries. Not, no, no. Yeah, no. Don't, do not get that, Jim that, Jeffries. That will play that badly. Would, that, that, that wouldn't work with at all. But I will say the funniest thing that came out of the White House Correspondents Dinner, not this year, but it was a few years ago. It was during the Obama, and it was a sketch called Spielberg's Obama. If you haven't seen this, just go, just watch it. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Uh, I'll send you guys a, I'll, I'll send Alexis a link. We'll put it in the show notes. But it okay. is, I, I, it's, it's mind-boggling, really. Lex, I know you, you're always listening in for that. Paul's going to send you that link. Can you also put up a link to um, W's, George W. Bush's impersonator one? And to the girl writing in on Twitter to asking, uh, she wanted me to bring this up. Uh, why are so many dog rescues buying dogs from breeders? 
Um, apparently, there's been a really big scandal that dog rescues don't have enough puppies. So they've gone to dog breeders to buy puppies to put in the rescues to resell to keep their money up. Uh, I don't really have a comment on that except what the fuck, Paul? I give you the floor. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I Maybe it just brings more people in because puppies bring people in. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Aren't they on opposite teams? You know, I mean, I know that I know the, there's a cat rescue that I know that they always seem to adopt just more cats in general when they have kittens. You know, people will take a look at the kitten and then uh, they'll take a look at it. But they're in the store. But maybe that's it. I don't know. It just that just sounds sounds really bad. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how to rationalize that. I'm telling myself that it can't be that bad. But I tell myself a lot of things. I tend to lie to myself a lot. Um, and after they had that bust where the Amish were breeding dogs in these inhumane conditions to sell to pet stores and rescues, um, I started lying to myself, saying it was just that one group of Amish and the rest of the Amish are nice. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, not that I have anything against the Amish. I just, I just have to tell myself a lot of lies to feel better sometimes. It's, it's not like nobody, you know, as long as nobody tells them. Yeah. It's not like I don't want to offend our Amish listeners. Yes, because we, <laughs> we may have like maybe none. So. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody tell them, do not write this down and do not pass it on to the Amish. Um, but there is something in their doctrine that classifies dogs and cats in the same category. You would pigs or cows or horses. So breeding them the same way and treating them the same way is not a big deal. It's actually just outside societies and, you know, the, the country at large that has a problem with uh, animals being being treated that way. And to them, it's just chattel. It's, it's chattel. It's not, um, not really something to be worried about. So I was a little traumatized when, when, I, when I read that. And I've decided that it was just an oversight by the Amish because the Amish are nice people. I'm telling myself a lot of things these days, Paul. <laughs> I'm just, I'm lying to myself a lot. I'm just, I'm telling myself a lot of things. Guys, when we come back, we are going to be on with the fabulous Dr. Russ talking about all things healthy. We have some really interesting questions today. Um, I'm Summer Helene. I can, I'm totally out of it right now, half asleep. But we are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. We'll be back on with Dr. Russ after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric Easy Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever given any thought to what is behind your insurance coverage? Many of us don't think of it as more than that premium you pay on a regular basis. Of course, until you actually need to use it. On CYA with Rhonda, you'll learn to cover your assets and find out what all of that insurance mumbo-jumbo really means. If you're looking for a lucrative career option... Rhonda Lukey will explain how to get into the insurance business. Listen live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. G'day, Paul. Good day. And we, of course, have my favorite doctor and yours, Dr. Russ. Dr. Russ, welcome to the show. Thank you, and you're my favorite uh, radio hostess. Oh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> we're running a little bit behind, mostly because I... Paul was having some trouble getting uh, attached earlier. Apparently, they decided to take out the internet in his area. So we're kind of playing catch up a little bit. So I'm going to jump straight into the questions. And we have some interesting ones today. Good. Okay. Let's have our, them. Our first question is from Royd Ranger in Burbank, California. Can steroids be used to bulk up and do I have to be on them forever? Well, uh, I like that name. Uh, it sounds like uh, he probably has answered his own question because uh, the ROID stands for hemorrhoids, obviously. And uh, anyway, uh, the answer is yes. You can use anabolic or a muscle-building steroids to increase muscle mass. And when we stop, the muscles involute or get smaller again. So uh, th there's a theoretical maximum uh, mass a muscle will attain, and uh, the rate-limiting factor is thought to be vascularization. Uh, in other words, the, the blood vessel supply, the blood supply can't really catch up, and then uh, uh, there's a limit there. But... Um, um, you, you signed your name Royd, and I, I just want to get to that because it brings to mind uh, what we call the three R's of steroid use. Um, the first one is roids or hemorrhoids. Rash is the second R, acne rash. 
And then uh, rage is the third R because it does affect people's mood uh, adversely. And uh, then there are um, um, other even more uh, serious side effects like liver cancer, uh, uncontrollable hypertension. So, um, uh, yes, you do have to continue the uh, steroids to maintain muscle mass, but uh, uh, eventually you're going to want to come off of them because uh, they're going to stop working uh, at a certain point. I can't imagine that they're good for you. I mean, I know a few bodybuilders and things have gone terribly wrong. Plus, they really shrink the testicles of a guy uh, that a girlfriend of mine used to date that was in the, that was in the WWE. So just, just a side note there. I'm, I'm sure everyone wanted to know that. Our next question is from Vegetarian in Oak Brook, Illinois. My doctor says that I have high cholesterol and I've been looking at different diet options to lower and avoid prescription medicine. I'm thinking of a raw diet. Is this something you would recommend and if so, why? Well, they're getting clever with these uh, names. Uh, vegetarian, I uh, would assume, is a, uh, uh, a, new, a new vegetarian uh, looking for a diet. Uh, now, what, what, she, what she, uh, seems to be, or he, um, describing as a raw diet, uh, may in fact be deficient in nutrients such as protein. Uh, and interestingly, uh, uh, meat and fish, uh, and poultry, uh, can be eaten raw, uh, although, uh, uh, it's not advisable due to salmonella, uh, Domain poisoning. Uh, so th those could be considered raw foods. Uh, these sorts of protein are not uh, obesogenic. They don't cause you to become fat. Um, and um, what I recommend uh, you to do is uh, eat raw foods, but also include meat, um, poultry, um uh, and uh, fish in, in your diet, um, and um, eat uh, uh, eat this and uh, this way of eating, and uh, um, that's what I would recommend for for high cholesterol. Your cholesterol uh, uh, may come down in this way. Uh, all the while, uh, you should monitor your. You and your doctor, your your lipids or um, lipids are a term for fat. As you may have a type of high cholesterol that's not influenced at all by your diet, uh, that we call this familial uh, hyperlipidemia. It's inherited. And uh, by the way, there are different forms of fat, um, and your doctor can help you uh, uh, interpret these. Uh, ratio or, or metrics such as uh, you can have a, uh, an elevated total cholesterol uh, but be at a decreased risk for cardiovascular disease uh, really elevation of the good cholesterol and uh, uh, so you can uh, figure that out with your doctor whether you're really at an increased risk of uh, cardiovascular disease so uh, interesting question 
and that's a very interesting answer. I'm going to be nosy. Um, our next question, I love this name, is from Cheetah Cheetah Pumpkin Eater in Okabina, Okabina, Minnesota. I'm sorry I've butchered the name. I don't know where it is. How many cheat days can I have while using the Palm Springs diet and the new Palm Springs diet and still lose weight? And that's from Cheetah Cheetah Pumpkin Eater. Well, thank you for the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have not yet determined that, but I, I feel my role here is kind of a Father Abraham, and uh, that is if I um, offer permissive uh, advice to you, uh, your chances chances of success would diminish. Um, um, because I'm basically giving you uh, carte blanche to eat whatever you want. Uh, you have to be strict with yourself. Uh, but I, I would say this, you can eat unlimited pumpkin because <laughs> that's allowed. So um, I, um, I think you should try to be uh, as strict with yourself as you can. Maybe look at it as a lifestyle change more than a re- something restrictive. And if you go through the Palm Springs diet, there's not a whole lot of restriction there. It's really um, actually a very simple diet to follow. Just just my two cents. Dr. Russ, uh, which was your a, favorite if question? If it's a carb and it's white, then it ain't right. That's, that's what she has to remember. That's true. Too. <laughs> that's true. Um, and no to the gentleman on Twitter, we are not being racist against white carbs. Uh <laughs> Dr. Russ, which was your favorite question this week? Well, I, I think the second one, because it really uh, is uh, focused on weight loss and uh, nutrition. Those are the okay. things I like. So, uh, so to, we just got a new shipment of our books in, so we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, sharing those with you. And in turn, uh, you could provide one to uh, Vergetarian. A vegetarian in Oak Brook, Illinois, a courtesy of Dr. Russ, will be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet. And if you want your own copy of the Palm Springs Diet, guys, you can find it on Amazon.com, AuthorHouse.com, KennethRussMD.com. You can find it at Walmart.com. You can find the Palm Springs Diet everywhere. Uh, For the people that are writing in about the new Palm Springs Diet, just because a supplement says it's from Palm Springs – does not mean it's the Palm Springs diet. So the people that were writing in about the pills you got from the guy in Palm Springs and a couple of other supplements, don't go looking for it online. I'm just putting up a link. Follow the link. That's the new rule. Don't go look for it. Just don't touch anything. Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Summer. Thank you, Paul. Have a nice weekend. Guys, when we come back, you have a wonderful weekend. Guys, when we come back, we are going to be on with uh, Robert Frank. Uh, He's a social media star. He's better known um, as Robert Frank. It's Robert Frank Rochetti. He's from New Jersey. He's funny as hell. And I'm really, really excited to be talking with him today. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin, host of The Militant Moderate, which you can find on, Paul? Oh, uh, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, uh, the, uh, the YouTube page, and follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. 
And guys, if you want your own copy of the new Palm Springs Diet, I'm going to put up a link. It's a sublingual spray. It's really great. You guys should give it a try. I'm Summer Helene. We'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. I want to give a quick shout out to Scott Haskin for that beautiful music. It always seems epic going into it. Uh, We, of course, have our giveaways this week. We have a giveaway, a 24-hour lipstick, which is one of my favorite things on the planet. works great on red carpets. Uh, Paul, do you want to pick the question for the lipstick giveaway? Uh, No. Okay. My (laughs) question would be, without our guest, it will be, what do you think the funniest video that was put out by Robert Frank on YouTube is, and you'll have a choice of a float at um, True Rest Sedona or Las Vegas. You will have, or an ATV ride in Palm Springs, California, or a 24-hour lipstick from Lip from uh, LipSense. We'll of course put links up to all these things and all these places. Um, thank you to Adrian Alcantar Hair Studios. You always make me look fabulous. And I do want to say I just got um, my my uh, my Botox done. I'm half asleep right now. And I met the most incredible person. Her name is Asia. And if you guys look her up on 
uh, Instagram, I'm going to put up a link. We're going to have her on the show next week and talk about uh, good, the good, the bad, and the ugly of plastic surgery in Hollywood. And she is queen of the liquid facelift. So uh, if I ever need one, you'll need to let me know and I'm going to get that. So I'm, I'm only going with her. She's phenomenal. But I would like to welcome to the show Robert Frank. Robert Frank is a social media star. He was born in New Jersey. His interest in comedy was sparked during his teenage years listening to Howard Stern. He was had a successful career as an insurance broker before he began dabbling in viral videos. Robert's viral fame is attached to his status as a fitness icon. He began his journey into fitness in 2002 as a skinny 120-pound young man in his mid-20s. He started training at the gym. A year later, became a certified personal trainer. Over the next 12 years, Robert trained people in gyms, homes. He eventually bulked up to 205-pound man of muscle. Uh, He was also the... Sorry, Alexis just texted me. I'm going through this bio and Alexis just screwed it up. Lex, you suck. <laughs> anyway, he's really freaking awesome. He's o- opened his online merchandising store. He's got viral catchphrases. He's got A-list followers from The Rock. Like The Rock's one of his followers who I don't particularly like, but we won't tell anyone that. But I really, really do like Robert Frank. So, uh, Robert, welcome to the show. Oh, dang, that was a very nice intro. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. It was great till my assistant texted me and screwed up where I was. No, it's okay. I'm, it's okay. You got, you got everything down. You got all the important things out of the way. <laughs> I'm talking really tough because she's not in, in, in my area right now. Um, I'll, I'll be cowering <laughs> you, you can't, later. You can't throw anything at her immediately. Yeah, exactly. Also, she can kick my ass, so I don't really mess with her. So, <laughs> can you can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? I know you have a huge YouTube following. I'm really excited to have you on. I think you're great to watch. Can you tell everyone a little bit about what you do? Sure. Um, well, these days, I uh, make videos for a living for social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit more active on Twitter now as well. Um, and that's pretty much what we do. We, we make videos, we try to entertain people, we try to motivate people to go to the gym in an edgy, kind of controversial, loud, aggressive uh, type of way. So that's what we're doing right now. And uh, it's been really fun. The past I, year and a half has been a roller coaster. I would definitely say controversial because people, you're a bit of a mixed bag. Like, we had people writing in saying they love you. Um, I had someone write in and call you a misogynist, um, which which really surprised me because I'm like, I get a lot of things from your videos, but not that. So I'm not sure where that one came from. Um, so so people have really strong reactions to you, but most are really, really positive. Yeah, we get the good. It's uh, I would say it's probably 85, 15, 85% people like what I do and appreciate the messages that I'm trying to bring out. And then you got your 15% that just don't get the joke or super sensitive. And obviously, in today's age, 2018, you got to be careful what you say. you got to be careful of everything. I try not to do that. Whatever I think is going to be like, I, I, what I'm trying to say is I like to put my big toe on the line of whether or not, should I really say that? Do I really got to say this? But, you know, I run it by my team and I say that, you know, if they give me the look like you, maybe you shouldn't say that, Rob. Then I'm like, yes, I know I have to say it now. So, but those are the people that don't like me. But we do have a special place in our hearts for the haters, we call them. And uh, 
we feature them in Instagram videos where I dance in my kitchen to their their nasty comments. So it's it, that's a pretty fun uh, video. A couple times a uh, a year too. So that's fun. You know what? Screw up. Like I, I have to say on behalf of millennials, um, we fucking suck. Like really, <laughs> we are. <laughs> Everyone just keeps well, whining. Uh, Jen, I think I, we, we were just as bad. We just didn't have a platform. Uh, and thank God. And thank God we didn't have a platform. <laughs> I, well, how yeah, do you? This is, this is all. This is all new. This all came came about. You know when? Uh, I guess YouTube was the first platform that where you could actually like express yourself to the world. And when did YouTube come out? Mid two thousands, I'd say. Now, I'm going to say really quickly before we get into any questions or anything from anyone, uh, where can they find you on Twitter? On Twitter, uh, I'm very easy to find everywhere. The name is the same on every platform. It's Robert Frank 615, and 615 stands for June 15th because that's my birthday. And I, I like tell that. people if I thought that this would become what it has become over the past you know, couple of years, I would have picked a much cooler name. <laughs> but you know, I'm kind of stuck with the 615 now, yeah. There, there are way worse names you could have picked. That is that is true. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Frank 615. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, uh, YouTube, Snapchat even. I'm everywhere. Now, you have a merchandising line as well. Correct, and that's robertfrank615.com. Again, very simple. You can get, a, you know, your T-shirts, your stringers, hoodies with, you know, a couple of my pretty cool uh, catchphrases on them uh, that I say in a lot of my videos. And the store is doing very well. And, again, for anyone out there who's listening that has purchased merch off my store, just thank you very much. I appreciate it. What's your favorite catchphrase? Uh, wow. Uh, it's a tie. Uh, I love Glorious House of Games because I pretty much changed the name of gym or fitness center to the glorious house of games uh, or maybe swole is the goal size of the prize because that's what what everyone's uh, trying to achieve size and being swole now one of the first questions we have is from tina on youtube and yeah. her question is what advice would you give to somebody trying to get known on youtube um well my advice might not be the best, but what I did <laughs> was the, the advice I would give is consistency, um, confidence, and um, a little controversy. Never, never hurt anybody. It's good advice. Yeah. I mean, you see people who, who make YouTube videos and they make one video a week. I mean, when I first started my channel, I was pumping out content three times a week, four times a week. And then after you start to build an audience, then you're a little bit more careful with what you post. So maybe that three, four times a week turns into one, two times a week, and then it turns into once a week. But as long as you're bringing quality and, uh, you know, just uh, keeping your fans and knowing what your fans want. So listen to the feedback in the comment section, listen to direct messages, listen to emails and bring, bring what you, uh, bring what your fans want. How has this changed your life? I mean, you've, oh you've really, you've really become very, very well known. Uh, when I said I was having you on and I was chatting with people, you're, I mean, really well known. Yeah, it, um, no, it, it really has. I mean, I've been, uh, I've been making videos for 
the internet will say since 2000 and I guess 13 or so, but it, things really started to blow up in July of 2016. Uh, so it took three years, and that's another lesson for anyone out there who's starting and may get frustrated. It, it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. People think that you just make a video, boom, you go viral, and you're famous. It doesn't work like that most of the time. Uh, you, you have to keep plugging away, and we did because we enjoyed what we're doing and, and what we continue to do. So, um, you know, it's, it's changed my life. I can't go to the grocery store anymore without someone asking for a picture. I can't go to the mall. Um, you know, it, but it's it's – it's all good. It's all good. And, uh, no, it's been really fun. I, I can't put it into just a couple of words. It's been amazing. I like that. Now, one of the things, uh, what, one of the questions we have, they've asked me to remain nameless, is okay. they're a really big fan of yours. I'm, I'm shortening this because this is like a long message. Um, essentially, do you have a girlfriend? And do you worry <laughs> about your language? Do you worry about your language with, uh, younger younger fans um if you're a younger fan if he has a girlfriend that is none of your business if you're a grown-up asking that that's just fine (laughs) um i have a fiance yes i'm getting married actually in august which you probably couldn't tell from my videos because the things that i say in the videos i am engaged to be married uh so yes girlfriend yes um and what was the second part of the question i'm sorry do you worry about your language with younger fans? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, especially when I get messages and uh, when we're at meet and greets or expos or um, just anything like that, and a parent will bring their 10-year-old, 11-year-old, 12-year-old kid to meet me, I'm like, why are you letting them listen to my videos? Because what they, the they are – the language what is, kind is of irris- that What kind of irresponsible parent does that? Yeah, I mean it's it it's crazy. We went uh everywhere we go, I'll I'll get or I'll get private messages or emails saying that, you know, you're really thank you for what you're doing. You know, my son is in uh, middle school or grade school or something and they really look up to you and your positive message. I'm like you probably shouldn't be letting them listen or watch my videos, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh no, it's it's cool and, you know, I I think people look past the bad language and the sexual windows that I use and stuff like that. And they just, every video of mine, I don't know if you, if you catch on to it, but every video has a message and the message is confidence, train hard, do what you want to do. Like give no Fs. I don't want to curse on the show, but just uh, and this, people this shows 18 that. and over cuss all you want. Every time you swear, we give money to charity. So I, oh, I have okay. such it's, a dirty mouth, we started fucking, doing it's that. pretty fucking encouraged at this point. So. Yeah. So swearing's <laughs> okay, good. Okay. We give ah. money to charity. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So that's money to charity. <laughs> that's that's oh. the benefit, at least on this show, because it is an 18 and over show. Um, because I have a dirty mouth. Paul has a dirty mouth. Um, and Paul comes up with new combinations you just wouldn't believe. Mm, okay. Uh, I, good, good. I can say I've looked at some of your videos wasn't really paying attention to the message. I have gotten a whole bunch of tweets right now from women saying exactly what I think, which is we're not really paying attention to the message. Just you without your shirt is essentially yeah. the, the, the draw. We're back to, the, to that again. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yes, to the yes. female. Who will do with their shirt off? All right. I get it. Ladies, <laughs> listen to the message because the message isn't only for guys. The message is for everyone. All, every, every person, every age, the message is, is, remains the same. Confidence, 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 and do your do what you want to do. Train hard, live life, and that's it. 
Now, for what advice would you give? I have a write-in uh, from uh, – I'm not – okay. He's asked me not to say his name. He is a UFC fighter. How do you bulk okay. up quicker? How do, how do I bulk up? How, what advice would you have for a fighter that's getting past 40 but needs to bulk okay. up quickly? Um, I, I'm not the biggest expert when it comes to dieting. I, I'm actually on autopilot because I have a dietitian nutritionist that when I am trying to bulk up or lean down, they, I'm on autopilot. I just look at a piece of paper and know what I have to eat and when. But pretty much I think that you probably should be taking in uh, a good amount of, for bulking up, good amount of, of protein, at least one gram per pound of body weight, if not a gram and a half per pound of body weight, um, that what you're trying to achieve. And, you know, good carbohydrates. You know, I, I heard you earlier, stay away from the whites, the white rice, white bread, all that. that. I would agree with that. Stick with your browns, your more healthier carbohydrates, the slower digesting, and, uh, and lots of steroids. No, I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's, that's a joke. That. That's part of the joke. Uh, these, some of these are jokes. Chuckle, chuckle. All right. <laughs> Our next question is from uh, Sean Lowe, and his question, this is really long, stop, start posting it, guys, stop sending me these long, drawn-out things. Uh, his question is, how do you attract followers with what you do? Um, that was- well, that's, a good, that's a good question. Um, I think now I, I've built such an audience that um, a, a lot of times just from people tagging friends in videos, if they see a video of mine and they say, oh my God, this is hilarious, they'll tag four or five friends. And then out of those four or five friends, you'll get maybe two followers out of that. But I've been really lucky that with with my content, and I think it's because of um, just the edginess of it, I've been picked up by huge multimedia pages like World Star Hip Hop shares my videos often, Unilad, um, shares my videos, nine gag, these major pages with millions and millions of followers. And, uh, uh, that's how I attracted most of my following. But, you know, just a lot of, a lot of times it's just from friends tagging friends saying, you got to see this video and, and you end up building a little, a nice little audience. Uh, our next one is from, uh, Gumling, G-U-M-I-L-A-N-G. He said, may the fourth be with you. So I'm guessing he's a Star okay, Wars fan. With you. And yeah. he wants to know, um, I'm a little guy. I scare no one. I got beat up in high school and I still can't get girls. How do I look like you? No, you got you to remain consistent in the gym. I get this message a lot um, from people. And uh, it's you, you, ha- you have to – going into the gym, lifting weights, getting yourself into a routine, you're going to – put on size and with size, I say this all the time with size, I don't know how it does. I don't know why it does, but it builds confidence. And I, I promise you things will turn around. You start gaining a couple pounds here and there, you're getting stronger. You're looking at yourself in the mirror and confidence will go through the roof and you will be able to get any girl you want, brother. Trust me. That's really good advice. What would you say? Now, I'm gonna, guys, I'm going to stop taking the Twitter questions because I have you guys bombarding me. I'm going to tell you, go check out his Twitter. Uh, he gave you the address. I'm, I'm going to put up a link. You guys can go check out his Twitter, his Instagram, his YouTube. He's really, really interesting. But I'm going to stop on these questions now and go to some of our uh, predetermined questions. Okay. 
Uh, oh, wait, no, I have did have one come in from my assistant who said, with your response to May the 4th be with you, you must be Catholic too. <laughs> so that was, sorry. Yes, I, I, I am. I, I'm, I'm a non-practicing Catholic. We'll put it that way, but yes. Me too. Almost became a nun. That was fun. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, instead I swear for a living. There you go. Now, you inspire a lot of people. How do you feel with people looking up to you and emulating you? Do you feel that you're making a positive change in people's lives? Oh, yes, 100%. And I'm not trying to you know, sound like a holier than thou or anything like that as we're on the biblical references here. But um, <laughs> no, I, I get messages. I'm not lying to you when I tell you on Instagram alone, I get hundreds of messages a day from people telling me that, my videos have changed their life, uh, just not just in the gym, but in their, their work, their, their social scenes, their relationships. So no, I, I love it. It's, uh, it, it, now it's more of a responsibility than it was when I was a smaller page. And I feel like I owe it to the people to keep pumping out content and keep everyone's, you know, spirits up and confidence level up. But no, it's awesome. I love it. Where do you see yourself going? Like, I, I want to poach you and put together a show, but aside from that, where do you see yourself going um, with this? That's another really good question. Um, we, uh, that's a really good question. Um, I, I get asked that a lot, and I always stumble because I really, part of me doesn't really know yet what I want to do. Like, I'm, just, I'm having such a good time right now, and things are going really, really well with, um, you know, my business and, and uh, the, my merchandise store and the supplement company that I work with, that it's almost like I'm kind of on autopilot right now and I'm, I'm loving life, but I know that there's something else out there for me. And I think, I think it's acting, um, but it has to be the right part. Um, and, you know, I've, I've done some things. I've filmed for some pilots, uh, but the, all the things that I've done have had this car rage character in mind when they asked me to do it. So it's kind of that guy, but um, yeah, maybe, maybe some type of acting in the future. I, I think that's where we're going to go with this. I like that. That's a very, very good way to, uh, to move with this. So you and I are going to need to have a conversation about that. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, do you do, do you work within the film industry a lot or do you stick really more to the online community? Um, no, it's, it's the online community. The two things that I, I had filmed for that are kind of like in the works right now that, you know, it's mm -hmm. kind of, you know, these things take forever, but, um, uh, no, that's all professionally done with like a film studio and, and all that good, good stuff. But, um, for what we do, you know, I'm, I'm very old school and kind of low budget with my videos. I film everything with an iPhone, so I don't even have these fancy cameras that, you know, all these big social media YouTubers and all these people have with their editing software. I'm very basic. I film everything. I shoot everything. I edit everything with my iPhone. So uh, definitely we're, we're trying to stick within the, the online community because that's what's been working. But I just got to get a call. Does someone out there call me, and I'll, I'll, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to be Robert Frank outside the car for uh, you know a multi-million dollar movie deal. <laughs> well, actually, I'm I'm looking at you going. I have a new show that we're doing. I'm looking at you going. I I actually see a fit for you, so we're going to have to talk about that. Okay, sure. Um, now we're getting to the end of the show. We have about four minutes left. 
Can you tell okay. everyone where to find you, where to follow you? I, I always like to have everyone pump themselves because we got lots of listeners and they should follow you because you're a hell of a lot of fun. And you've thank got some you, inspirational you. stuff, you've got funny stuff, and you've got some emotional stuff on there. It's You're a great guy to follow. You're very interesting. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, I am I'm everywhere. Very easy to find, ladies and gentlemen, bros and broettes, as I like to call my followers. <laughs> uh, Robert Frank 615 that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, and also we have a new podcast ourselves, which is available on every podcast platform you can think of besides Spotify. So don't look for us on Spotify. We're having a little hard time with Spotify, but the name of the podcast is The Glorious House of Games with a Z. Games is with a Z podcast. We have seven episodes in the bank, and it's probably the most fun that I've had in a, in a long time uh, doing the podcast. It's really fun. I like that. And in honor of you, uh, one of the charities we give to is um, a free MMA charity. Um, uh, uh, it's MMA and self-defense for underprivileged kids. So this week for all of our swearing, I'll make sure the money goes in that direction. Okay. Uh, Great. Oh, thank uh, you. Before I go, I just got to leave another fuck bomb. So fuck. Yep, there you go. That's there you go. More, more, money, to more the money that way. Exactly. More money for the kids. Thank you so much for being on the show. Paul, can you tell everyone where to grab you for the Militant Moderate? Always. Uh, you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, not Spotify. Yeah, not Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, Spotify. I'm having trouble too. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I quit. I'm, I'm just. I'm just done with today. It's fantastic. But thank you so so much, Robert, for being on the show. I'd love to have you back again. We didn't even touch half of the questions we had today. So I'm. Anytime. I'm hoping anytime, <laughs> Summer. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. You, you said it on air, so that that is a legally Any, binding anytime. contract. Anytime. <laughs> you got me. Perfect. Look, my internet just came back on. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, Paul Michael Boland, host of The Militant Moderate, and the absolutely amazing Robert Frank. Check him out. He's funny. He's inspirational. Um, and most of all, he's, he's going to make you want to work out. He makes my butt want to move, and that's very difficult. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.